0: Today, we are talking all things sag after y'all. Um, we we're talking about the strike, and I have a special guest with me here today, Rodney Damon Collins, who is an actor and someone who is extremely knowledgeable about the happenings of this strike, which is so amazing. I mean, we're going to get educated today, y'all. Rodney has been at the forefront of the recent strike alongside his fellow actors, fighting for important changes within the industry. Rodney can shed some light on the issues that actors are looking to change. And we'll also dive into, like, broader impacts of the strike because it is a collaborative effort so we'll explore how it affects not only the actors themselves y'all but also the the industry as a whole Rodney welcome I'm so excited to talk to you
1: hey hey it's good to be here it's good to be in the house what's up what's up (laughs) thanks for having me
0: you are so welcome I really appreciate you coming by to talk to me so let's jump right in so as an actor and and an advocate could you shed some light on the current offerings of the AM PTP and for those who don't know that stands for Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers I myself uh, we were talking before and I love films I love TV like that's a part of my uh, one of my self care things that I love to do and so I know a lot of people don't really understand like how the strike jumped off and you know what is going on and why what when where all that good stuff. so can you shed some light on like what actors are looking to achieve in terms of you know fair working conditions and compensation
1: oh definitely definitely and to help others who are listening uh, out there want to say thank you guys for listening to the show and you know your uh, voice really matters to us too as well so we appreciate all support um the AMPTP um that uh, association is a collaboration of at least seven of the major networks so you have cbs abc nbc um, then you get into Apple, you get into Disney, you get into Netflix, uh, the major streamers, Amazon. It consists of that, that partnership. They're the ones who really dictate a lot of the, pay, the pricing and compensation in the industry. So that organization right there, um, <clears throat> the AMPPP represents them in negotiating with SAG for uh, better working conditions and for hopefully a fair agreement for all. That's what you're asking for. And, you know, just to shed some light, there are some areas where a lot of people don't fully understand. I'm going to start with AI, uh, artificial intelligence, or, um, I call it Skynet, for those, who are, those of you guys who watch Terminator, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Skynet. Skynet ends up taking over the world. I, I, that's jokingly though, because I, I actually love artificial intelligence. I think it's been around for years. It's in our cell phones, it's in, our, it's in, in every facet of our lives. So to not want to work with it or to, or to believe that the industry is not going to want to use it, you know, you have to kind of be blind to not see it coming. Mm-hmm. So actors, we're not saying, no, we don't want you all to use this. This is horrible. This is evil. We just want to know what are your intentions with regard to artificial intelligence when it comes to uh, production? How are you going to use actors? Are you, we don't want you capturing our images, whether as a principal actor, whether somebody as a body double or uh, somebody even working background. We don't want you capturing our images and then using them in perpetuity without ever compensating us again for that so like for example you know if i'm on a tv show and they decide to bring me on as a co-star but then they say you know what we probably won't bring him back for any more appearances but they capture my image but then they use me further uh further on in the show a couple years later but they don't bring me back (laughs) they bring my image back on the show and they don't pay me for that that's wrong (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that, right. um, so yeah and then they also offered for any other background actors for those of you guys who don't know background actors or background actors used to be called an extra but now the industry standard is to say background actor because it definitely sounds better than saying extra extra is just like hey man after i've eaten my meal you know i got a little extra right. for that right there on the side yeah, it's kind, right. it's kind of, in a way, it's kind of disrespectful to be called an extra. You just, you know, just a little side piece over there. You know, to refer to somebody as a background actor, that's one of the industry standards that were changed a few years ago to basically reflect the fact that they are critical to the success of the show. Um, but what they wanted to do with background actors is bring bring a background actor in let them work for the day but also take their image so they'll pay them for that day but then they will pay them another 160 170 bucks for the day for the image and they will take that image and they will use it in multiple shows as background and never ever pay them again (laughs) so that's that's pretty wrong so that's what they were proposing. And one production company, I um was well known that Disney actually did this in the production of WandaVision. Mm-hmm. They actually took background actors and they put them in a trailer and they were taking their images for artificial intelligence and with the intention of using them for future projects without paying them any more for their image. So they had already wow. started trying to do this without even negotiating. So you know, SAG, we asked uh, basically for the production companies to be up front with their intentions with uh, artificial intelligence so that we can understand how to proceed. Mm-hmm. They rejected to even discuss their intentions as of right now. <laughs> wow. So that, that basically says that there's something else uh, going on with their intentions and it's not, not very uh, honorable to like that. so that's one of the yeah it's like if you're not even willing to talk about it it's like what's up what are your intentions then it must be bad (laughs) so
0: exactly
1: uh yeah so that's one of the major sticking points of is that they haven't even come to the table about that and then another area is with regard to new media which is a lot of new media is what you will see on the streaming services uh peacock any of these networks that you know, stream a new TV show. L- Little do people know is that once an actor films their episode or films a full season, they don't get paid any residuals on that show airing over and over and over again on that streaming service. They only get compensated their SAG, their sag rate, which it could be a negotiated rate. Like as a principal actor, you, know, you can make significant income per episode initially upfront. Um, I know some who made thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand or more per episode. Um, but then, after it, um they're done with that season, they never get paid ever again on that work.
0: Mm-hmm. so
1: we, yeah, so we asked uh, for them to be to offer residuals in a and uh you know a percentage of what the streaming services are making off of these uh, shows once they. Because you know people watch these shows hundreds and thousands of times, mm-hmm. even more you know in certain countries, right so we asked for you know a share of residual because we know they're making a ton of money off of that. They rejected it, <laughs> they did not want to offer any residuals, so that was another uh, major sticking point um and so those are two major issues that we're dealing with right now, and then the fact that just certain rates have not been increased in over Mm -hmm. 50 years. (laughs) Wow. So it's like, yeah. The last time SAG has actually been on a strike, 1980. And it's been even longer since SAG and the WGA, which is the Writers Guild, uh, have been on strike at the same time. But a lot of our issues are very similar. So all we're looking for is And in reality, it's 2% more. That's what it adds up to about 2% more than what they're currently paying out. And um, they have just decided that they're not going to negotiate. They haven't even come back to the table with SAG Mm -hmm. since we started striking. So, And just to let people know, if we get into end of September and we're still striking, you can forget about seeing any fall new programming on network TV um the season will pretty much be lost uh you you could probably see some in the spring because we will probably if we get an agreement by mid-october chances of us working won't start back until maybe after january mid-january close to february because the industry takes a nice long break for the holidays like right around thanksgiving Mm -hmm. pretty much all the way through christmas and new year's uh, the industry is like on break so when hollywood breaks we break. They break. <laughs> we really <Right>. break. <laughs> we really break. It's like right. you, you like five, six, seven weeks without work. So, wow. yeah. Yeah. So that's why you have to really be very disciplined in your money. So those are some yeah. sticking points right there with the strikes. So, I, I talked a lot, but I had to make sure. It's okay.
0: No, you covered it. I'm so glad you covered all of that because again, I'm learning with the audience, but also I'm glad you went into the resid- residuals because I was going to ask you about that too. Cause I feel like myself and so many people are like, we don't know how that works. And I think we're living in a fantasy yeah. land where we believe that all the actors are like so rich and they're getting paid so much money when we see these great shows being showed over and over and over again. Um, And so I'm glad (laughs) you're into that because I'm like, we thinking like, oh, like, wow, like we sitting here thinking like, oh, we thought y'all was getting like these humongous checks when they show these, you know, repeats, like different world and like the Cosby show and just all these great, great, great shows. And so a lot of actors have been really breaking it down too. They've been showing like their checks that they've been getting. I'm like, what is happening? And I'm like, uh, run them their money okay run them their money because <laughs> this
1: is yeah, crazy well, yeah AMPTP uh, they're the ones uh, who have decided because they purchased the license for a lot of these shows from the past as well like Different World and everything yep. and they show them if they're showing on cable TV they still get their standard re, uh, residual from okay. an older contract but if you see it on a streaming they're not getting a, a dime off that That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> they're not getting paid anything and like one residual check i just got i won't name the show because i still like working in the industry <laughs> and i hope <laughs> I, they call me back
0: <laughs> okay
1: to be a, uh, a, a regular one day but um one residual check i just got was twelve dollars <laughs>
0: oh and i
1: was like yeah i was laughing i just said well see this is what you know our beef is It was like you know you're still showing this but you gave me $12 off of, you know, however millions you're making.
0: Wow. Oh my goodness. That's 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 a problem. That's sad. It is. It's sad. So what what effects are you seeing like with the the actors that are just beginning, like the aspiring actors and also, you know, the the people, because I feel like it's a whole it's a whole, you know, collaborative effort. I feel like the writers are very important. I feel like the writers are the engine because, you know, they bring the story together, then the actors bring it to life. Then you have makeup artists and just everybody. Like, what effects are you seeing um just since the strike has begun?
1: Man, um, you said for newer actors or
0: yeah for like um, actors that are just just, starting out and aspiring like are you what effects are you seeing
1: well so like this um you better know why you want to work in the industry because um and before I go any further let me say I love my writers my writer friends uh I was just dming a writer that I know who worked on a show with me uh grand crew and -hmm. just checking on her uh she's doing amazing but They are the lifeline. They are the brainchild of these shows. So Mm -hmm. without writers, we don't have words, (laughs) you know, and we don't have stories. So we need our writers. And then the actors, we come in to bring those words to life. And uh, I'm not even trying to be funny, but nobody's paying to come watch Bob Iger or anybody else do anything. Mm-hmm. Nobody's paying millions of dollars to watch them CEO. <laughs> yeah. that, you know, they're paying to watch the, the actors bring the writing to life. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, we want to, you know, we're the product. So now back to newer actors. Um, I really encourage them to know why they're doing it because it can be extremely frustrating. But if you are non-union, most times if you're a newer, newer actor, you haven't joined the screen Actors Guild. Mm-hmm. Which right now, that's kind of good. If you are non-union, that means you can just do as many non-union projects as you want to. You can keep working. Um, so that's why I just tell them to focus on building a resume right now. Because even if if we were not striking, they would be doing the same thing that, mm-hmm. you know, that they're doing right now. Building their resume with non-union projects. So that's what I would tell. Continue to train. Continue to know why you're doing it. And continue. Don't don't worry about the strike. Don't focus on that. That strike will eventually end and things will be different. I know I don't say back to normal because we're gonna have a new normal in the industry. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that looks like yet. But I do know that you're still gonna need actors, you're still gonna need writers. That's not going away. So that's why I just encourage people to know why they're doing it. Stay positive, surround yourself with some dope people who believe in you. And stay busy don't watch too much news go strike go out and pick it maybe one day a week to show Mm -hmm. your support and uh build relationships with other SAG and WGA members but stay busy that's what I tell people yeah yeah don't get caught up don't drink the (laughs) (laughs) Kool-Aid
0: right so all yeah are, are all actors under like the SAG union, or is it just some that are? Is it like when you become an actor, is it something that is offered to you that you choose to be under?
1: Well, you have to earn your way into the Screen Actors Guild. You, you, you okay. either become a member of the Screen Actors Guild by like you say, if you book a role on network TV, which mm-hmm. is a show like AB, on ABC or something like that, and you book a speaking role, that automatically makes you eligible to join the Screen Actors Guild. Mm-hmm. Or if a person is working background, like as like I said, not an extra, but they are working background and you get what is called Screen Actors Guild vouchers because they give you like, sometimes you can earn a voucher, like a SAG voucher for working that day, which they pay you at a higher rate and you get three of those, then you can you're eligible to join. Okay. But I tell every actor, just because you're eligible, don't mean you jump and join right away. Right, I tell them you need to, you need to build your resume because I have been in rooms with a lot of actors who are, whose resumes are much bigger than mine. Thankfully, I had a strong resume, but I still look around and you know, there's Tay Diggs, there's all these other actors who are like Broadway and everything else. I'm like, thankfully, I had somewhat of a resume to get in the room. So mm-hmm. you still have a have to have a resume to get in the room, so that's why it's important just because you become eligible to join SAG that you don't join right away. then mm-hmm. there's a three thousand dollar fee you have to pay
0: <laughs> oh wow so, okay
1: yeah yeah you you have to pay you can you can either set up a payment plan, which they would gladly do because they will take your money any way they can get it, <laughs> but um mm-hmm. you need to join. And you need anybody who plans on joining SAG in the future. I tell them, make sure you have about $3,000 sitting around somewhere. Save up while you're working your way to that. So, Because once you, once you become eligible for SAG, what happens is you can continue to work and audition and book other projects. But if you do too many SAG projects, mm-hmm. they'll make you what is called a must-join, which means you can't work another SAG job unless you join the Screen Actors Guild then. And what that does is it locks up people who haven't prepared and they're like, oh, no, I don't have $3,000. It's like, oh, wow. we told you. <laughs> we told you that you ain't, you're not gonna keep working SAG projects because SAG projects pay significantly more. You get residuals. It's a totally different game. There's insurance. Everything is paid into non-union projects. I'm just keeping real. Non-union doesn't do anything for you. You don't get residuals. Uh, you get a one-time pay for that Mm -hmm. and that's it it's like it's like working streaming all the time (laughs) that's what non-union is (laughs) you only get paid once yeah if you haven't joined the screen actors guild you'll and you're non-union you only get paid once for that you don't get any uh residual payments or anything
0: wow there's a lot going on behind the scenes so many so many situations and just oh my goodness
1: it's your business it's your business Yes. You know, <laughs> that, that's what I tell people. I say, yeah, you can have the show, but you better understand the business side because, yes, there's a lot of gifted and talented actors and, out here. But if they don't fully understand the business side, it it just brings so much frustration. So yeah. I tell actors, I was like, take you take a business class. If you're studying mm-hmm. in school, t- t- under- develop a business acumen because you're going to need both. Mm hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
0: agree. It's a it's a lot. So yeah. so if you yeah. if you could develop a plan with your experience and with your insight, what what specifically do you think would need that you would have to that would that the industry would need to change to ensure fair treatment and you know representation for all all professionals, you know, regardless of their roles or backgrounds?
1: Ooh, yeah. Uh, you say all professionals. Like, yeah, I guess that's dealing with SAG and um uh, the writers guild, that's what I could speak on. This mm-hmm. still wouldn't cover non This wouldn't cover non-union because this is they don't consider non-union actors as professional actors. You don't. You don't get the designation. Yeah, it's just you don't get the designation a professional right. actor until you're in the guild. So, if I was to come up with a plan, man, I'm trying to think. Well, put this. If I could start off with AI, which is, I love it. As I said earlier, mm-hmm. I think you know, it's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. So if we got to work with it, the the way I would love to work with it is to see um, if you're going to use my image, if you decide that you want to use my image in the future, that you sign an agreement that every time my image is shown, I'm paid. I paid a percentage. Whether Because like, initially, uh, there's a percentage that SAG actors get paid or um, certain like big name actors have like a what they call a weekly rate they make. Like mm-hmm. for a lot of a lot of network TV shows, a principal on say Grey's Anatomy is making, who's been on there since the show started, is making seventy eighty thousand per week, which a lot of people are like what? Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're making really really good money. Right. So not saying that if if you're gonna take my image. In the future, that and I'm not there presently. That you owe me another eighty thousand, but you at least need to give me, you need to give me at least twenty-five to thirty percent of that. And I would say that's fair if I don't have to be there physically, and you just want to use my presence for something else. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. Um, They also to agree to with the writers' room that there are, are a specific number of writers that are always used for shows um, and that AI is only used as a guide and not the um, actual document, like when a script is written. Because I actually tried to use uh, Bard, B-A-R, I think it's B-A-R-D, Google's AI. I just wanted to see what it would do. Mm-hmm. So I tried it out on, um, on, you know, I said, write me a romantic comedy. And it did. But guess what it did? It took bits and pieces from just about every romantic comedy movie I've seen throughout the years. Oh, that's wow. all it did. It didn't it, it doesn't write like brand new content. It takes what's already out there and kind of retells it. So okay. if they want to do that, that's fine. But that cannot be the final template. That's got to be something that, uh, OK, we got a guide to start working off of. And then let the writers come together and really, you know, chop that up and really tell a tell a good story based off of something like that. So that will be another thing. So AI, that's how we deal with AI. When it comes to uh, residuals of streamers, you, you they got to get with it. Um, streamers need to be paying a percentage of whatever they're making off of uh, their services. The the TV shows they need to have full disclosure with how many times. An episode is viewed. Uh, they don't. They, we don't see any numbers. They don't share numbers with anybody. Streamers don't. You know how we have the Nielsen ratings and other things for network mm-hmm. TV, which you can see how many people view. Streamers don't share. They have the numbers. They just don't tell anybody. They don't share. <laughs> so, what? That's pretty- yeah. So yeah, yeah. They don't share.
0: Oh my but goodness. That's
1: why you look at Netflix. Just gave like their CEO like a eight uh, a eight figure bonus, and it's like Wait, you can afford to give an 8 million, hey, an eight figure bonus, but you can't can't afford to give residual? Something ain't right. And right. you're crying that you're losing money? I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. So normally when a company is losing money, they, you know, tighten the belt buckle a little bit and things are different. So that's why you know there's there's a lack of full disclosure. So there would definitely be full disclosure in the industry so that we would understand like if you're not paying residual if you don't get residual say in the first quarter of the year you understand because your show wasn't viewed so the expectations changes and you you're like okay i understand now i understand why i didn't get a check off of this but if if you see your show's been viewed 50 million times in in three months and you didn't get a dime off of that that's mm-hmm. a problem
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um i i i was a part of this um um internet uh storytelling group that's how I refer to it, and one of the videos that I was in as the lead has been viewed nearly a billion times mm-hmm. I got paid one one day for it that's it <laughs> oh my goodness you know, <laughs> yeah, wow. I, that, I found out wow. that the, the production- the production company has made uh nearly four or five million dollars off of that one video <laughs> so oh that's. Yeah, that's why there's a problem there. there it's like, it, it's, you need full disclosure. And just to be honest about things happening. So that's dealing with residuals. Network TV needs to step up and increase the residuals that they pay out. Currently, I think it's like 2 to 3%. Um, it definitely needs to be closer to 10%, especially with inflation and how the rates have changed. That's almost like, you know, this is the rate they were paying in the 80s. <laughs> And they're still mm-hmm. paying the same rate. But, you know, that's got to change. Yeah. So that's dealing with resi- residuals. Uh, that's how I would make things fair. I would make things fair for even background actors because I started out doing background. Thank the Lord I don't do background anymore, but I started out doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and background actors um, kind of just get shuffled into an area and just told to wait um, until we need you. Um, They may put up tents for you to shield you from the sun, but you're just sitting, sitting in some hard chairs, and you could be sitting for hours upon hours. So I think it should be better accommodations for, you know, those who have to wait. Or or don't call a background actor in until you actually need, until like a couple hours before you need them. They know Mm -hmm. the schedule. So they'll call a background actor in at, say, 8 in the morning but not they're not scheduled to be used to almost four o'clock in the afternoon. So they know that a background actor, if they use them for an hour, they still have to pay them the full day, day uh, daily rate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they, they were like, it's either if I don't need you to four, I'm going to keep you all day anyway, just to, just to make sure I get my money's worth. I, I just want you here. So it's like, those types of things are insensitive. It's just like, you know, call me in, if you need me at six o'clock in the evening, don't call me in to four. Mm. You really don't need me any earlier. right? So, um, you know, don't, and, and then that actually cuts down on production companies with lunch and meals they gotta provide. If you only call people in a couple of hours before you need them, that takes care of a lot of issues for people where people have lives and they can do other stuff they need to do and go in and do this background job. So, yeah. I think it should be better uh, conditions for background workers too, because it is hard. I remember Carrie Washington, um, everybody knows Carrie Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first day of ever working background was standing next to her for 12 hours. And uh, she was the sweetest person in the world, very nice. And uh, when she was wrapped for the day, for those of you guys who don't understand, rap, that's just like the end of your day in the industry, um, she, she went up on the stage grabbed the mic and thanked every background worker because she was like i started in background you guys are essential and critical to the show if we don't have you we don't have a show so when i you know that's i watched right. her do that and, yeah she did, she left like taking selfies with background actors running by grabbing their phone taking pictures as she left and i was like wow she gets it <laughs> but that's okay. because she did it right yeah she she's She's always been very nice. Every time I've seen her, not to say that she knows me, but mm-hmm. every time I've seen her or had to work around her, she's always very nice on set. And, you know, you can't ask any, anything more for somebody who's really working hard like that.
0: I love so, that. Those
1: are some things that I would address. Yeah, I got some great stories of great people, man, that I've really encountered who are really, really good, genuine people
0: that's good because you know there's some stories out there but I love to hear you you know break it all down because that's another thing it's like I've seen people since the start of the strike and now you know with the actors and everything I've seen people make comments and say well you know it's greed it's about greed when it comes to the writers and the actors but I feel like the greed it has (laughs) nothing I don't I don't agree with that I feel like the greed comes in with the root okay at the top it's not the actors it's not the writers it's not the makeup <laughs> artists it's not the background uh, you know uh, actors it's <laughs> it's it's the it's the root that that the greed comes <laughs> in and, and i feel like like i was telling you before i feel like it doesn't matter what we choose to do in life, as far as work. We all deserve to be paid what we are worth. I do not care if you are, you know, you take out trash, or the garbage man, the garbage woman, uh, whatever you do, I don't care. You should be paid what you are worth. And you guys are a big part yeah. of our lives because what the people want to, and, it, and you know what? <laughs> It'd be the same people that are asking you and hounding you, what is the next season coming out? What is the next season coming out? <laughs> you know, what is the next show? It's the main people, like entertainment is a big part of our lives whether people want to admit that or not like we literally we're looking for the next show okay <laughs> y'all got any more was yeah. like we're watching tv but yet the same people are like this is about greed no it is not about the greed of the actors and the writers okay it's about fairness it's about being paid when you are worth <laughs> like i i just you know, i get frustrated it, when i hear people saying that that's crazy
1: I love when you said that because there are so many people who have the uh, misconception that every actor is just wealthy and just greedy. Most actors I know, it, it's very similar to somebody working a middle-class job. And it's just, you know, it's what their chosen profession is. And you, there, there are a lot of very, very successful, hardworking actors Who are not rich but have you know have achieved a good lifestyle that you can go to the grocery store they they will walk right past you you wouldn't even recognize them Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you know and and that's actually probably the best of both worlds honestly um because when you get super famous you're a prisoner of your own success you can't leave your house (laughs) you you know you need bodyguards all over the place and it's like you're a prisoner but when you are able to Work and every day you're able to provide for your family, put your kids in school, and set up retirement. A lot, of, a lot of actors just like, hey, just want to just do this for a living. I, I'm not, I tell people I could care less about fame. You can keep right. the fame. Uh, I was like, even though that kind of comes if you get seen a little, a little too much, you're you're gonna achieve a level of fame. Mm-hmm. But man, I don't care about that. I, I was like, I would love to be the guy on. Um, working Law and Order, one of the main cops on the show, one of the main detectives that you would never recognize. You'd be like, Oh man, he looks familiar, but I don't know. I can't tell who he is. And I'm making a great lifestyle, but I'm able to still go on vacation with my wife, right. do everything without getting swarmed. Yeah. I, I was like, That's that's a good life. That's a good yeah. life. <laughs> it you is. Know? Yeah, it I, is. I don't. Yeah, people say they want fame. I'm like, uh, You might want to rethink that.
0: Right, (laughs) listen. I was, I've had a conversation about this, um, about fame. I actually did two episodes about it, and I, I would never. I would never want to be famous because I feel like most people don't even choose to be famous. They just want to do what they love. You just want to do what you're passionate about. And sometimes fame just comes with the territory, but I feel like most people just want to, they just choose to live out their purpose and to do what they love. They're not choosing fame. Right. So it's like, you know, people are doing what they love. Why can't we do what we love? Even if that, if, if that's acting, so what, whatever it is, if that's being a doctor, you know, whatever it is, being a writer, that's you. you are, fulfilling your purpose you are doing what you love so you know that's what we choose to do what's there's nothing wrong with that
1: I, I love that there are so many people who hate on people in entertainment and it's like I think some of the hate comes from jealousy because some people just would like you know you just uh, you guys don't have a real career I'm like you, you need to come work on a professional set You will understand how hard we work in order to produce a show like for for a 30 minute sitcom. It's usually five to seven days of filming for one episode (laughs) for that 30 minute episode. It's, you know, so and it's 12 hour, 14 hour days. So people don't realize that they just think that people are just like, oh, you're super famous. And it's like, no, not look for that. I I, last time I heard I, I don't think people get mad at somebody wanting to be a doctor. Somebody wanting to be a lawyer, somebody wanting to run a business. But when right. you say you want to act, they like, uh, they like, oh, you just want this and that. I'm like, why? Why are you so? Why do you hate that so much? <laughs>
0: right, like. What? So. <laughs> like they have no idea what you guys go through and I I just know a little bit just because of, I, I've done some other interviews with actors and stuff and just you know hearing their experiences it's like you got to like like you said y'all be on sets for like hours upon hours some people are some actors are away from months for year yes. and you got to remember lines and I'm going to be honest like I could I probably could do one sentence but all the lines that you guys have to remember <laughs> all the stuff like I'm like <laughs> hold on I <I'm- laughs> That's that's hard work being away from your family and You know, and the ones that are super, super famous, not able, not being able to live their lives like a, you know, a normal person would, that is difficult being ridiculed and and criticized for every single thing that you do. That is hard work. And I understand that. And so I respect you guys so much and I'm here for it. Like I said, I'm, I'm one of those people where you guys are a big part of my life. It's my self-care to sit down and watch a great show, a great movie. I love it so much. And I respect, I respect what you guys do. So I'm here for the strike. I'm here for it.
1: I'm glad you're here for it. And for people yes. who say we're not essential, all they have to do is remember uh, during the COVID lockdowns and there was no, no new content being produced, the so people were starving for new content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But, you know, people were like, I, I, I've watched all the Netflix. When is some new shows coming out? Oh, you know, LA, California made uh, entertainers essential workers during the lockdown as a result of that.
0: Oh wow! That's
1: when they started. We re- they started reopening various sets and productions because there was so much clamor for new content. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I guess we are essential then."
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm like,
1: yeah. people,
0: You know, people. I just wish people would research and would before they make you know such. <laughs> ignorant comments yeah like it just drives me crazy when i see people saying like it's not a real job and stuff like that i just don't like that because that's that's wrong i'm just a firm believer and you know we can do it who are you to tell somebody what they can do or what's not a real job like who are you you know if and if you have a problem you think it's nothing right (laughs) like if you think it's nothing (laughs) then you pay them like i mean you do something like it's a lot of people talking and not doing anything okay that's what it is so (laughs) but yeah i i really appreciate you yes i appreciate you breaking down everything for us i've learned so much you know i've I've got some education today and i know the audience has and so i i hope that you know we have provoked their thoughts today the the haters okay but you know what it's it's always gonna be haters you know we we love y'all too you
1: guys we love and appreciate y'all that's right appreciate you too
0: so when you're not out on the no. ground, you know, with your fellow actors and writers mm-hmm. uh, at the strike, like, what are you doing to practice self-care? How are you uh, enjoying yourself?
1: Well, I write, uh, but actually am in the process uh, with a couple of colleagues. We created our own TV show called Family Therapy, which we're, we we we've filmed and shot um, two episodes. We've written all six episodes of a pilot. And um, so we just got together and started creating. And then also, I'm writing a book entitled Be Grateful. It's just a, this one, this is like my third book, but I'm writing this book as a devotional, like a daily devotional people can use. Mm-hmm. Uh, 31 Days to, to Gratefulness. That would, it's just going to be challenging people to really reflect on the, you know, the beauty of their life. Uh, because that's what I found is if you practice gratefulness, um, it really changes a lot in your life. You you really stop looking at other people's lives and saying, oh, I just want what they have. Because, you know, yeah. to me, what's for me is for me. So that's yeah. another thing. And then I have, I have a contract with a couple of different uh, uh, auto companies. And I work through a company called Productions Plus on the side. And uh, they have me working with auto shows. And it's very it's very lucrative it's a surprise. i was like wow this is great you know it's like you have to be careful when you work a contractor you be like oh, i don't think i want to go back to auditioning <laughs> because you make really good money right and so you have to be careful with that but it, it's a it's a great supplement to what i do and then me being an author um i'm a speaker i just booked a um unscripted reality show entitled Keynote. And it's going to be highlighting the lives of various keynote speakers, myself included, and in our rise to you know, becoming more known as a speaker. So I can't really? wait till we start filming. Yeah, I can't wait till we start filming it. So I just use every other gift I have. And I focus on my family mm-hmm. and the fact that I'm grateful that everybody, everybody in my family, my inter- intermediate family is healthy, doing well. Um, So that's another reason to be grateful and not to, you know, not to mention out here in LA, it's sunny and nice and warm. So, you Mm -hmm. know, plenty of reasons to be grateful.
0: (laughs) Yes. I love that where you are definitely keeping busy and you're exercising your creativity. I love that. That's amazing. That's amazing.
1: You you don't, you, I I told people that you never have your everything fully invested into the industry alone because there could be a time when you're not working in it. Um, there could be a time where, because as soon as you book a role, after you film it, you're unemployed again, according to the industry. Mm-hmm. So what do you do in the interim? You know, people who've been on a TV show for five, six years, when that show is done, because what I, I know we almost done, because, you know, I can give you so much information. It's <laughs> but okay, when it's you okay. TV- <laughs> okay, when you're a series regular on network TV, what happens is the network will, give you a contract, which kind of prohibits you from doing any other like network TV for like five, six, five, six years, whatever, because mm-hmm. they got you locked up on that show. They, they're they supposed to pay you for that. But when that show locks, uh, wraps up, you're unemployed again. You don't have work. So you have to find, you're constantly looking for your next project. So that's why you have to become a, a creator where you're, you constantly have things going, so when you're not working in the industry as far as acting, that you have other things you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that doesn't define you, and that's what happens. There's a lot of people like they just say, "I'm just an actor only." I'm like, "Man, you better figure out how to use some other gifts you have because definitely. you can find out very quickly if you're not acting, then you're going to be depressed. <laughs> so yeah. you better figure it out."
0: And yeah. we're seeing we're seeing that now. So that's that's definitely true. Well. Listen, I enjoyed talking to you. You have given so much information. I learned so much. I really did. I appreciate you.
1: (laughs) Well, I appreciate you too. And I just, thanks for having me on the show. It means a lot. It means a lot. Thank you.
0: Yes, of course. Yeah, I've I've been looking for someone for like a while to talk to about this. Like, I'm like, he's perfect. (laughs) Yes. Hook it up. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so before before you leave though you know this is unpacking the box podcast there's a segment i love to do with every guest at the end of every show it's a segment i love to call mm-hmm. unpack your box and that's where i give the guests a minute just to release whatever words compel them at the moment whatever's on your chest gems you want to vent whatever it is it's it's you know you have the <laughs> mic.
1: <laughs> all right okay well One thing I always say is that you got to live to stop watching inspiring lives and become one. Um, Not to say necessarily you have to look to, like, become super famous, as we talked about. But you can be an inspiration in your household. You can be an inspiration in your job where you go to. You can be an inspiration anywhere you go. Um, I I tell everybody I am the, the thermostat. I set the temperature of every room I go into. Um, I don't worry about what it feels like, what people are like before I get there, because once I get there, hey, if I want it to be a great atmosphere, it's gonna be great because I'm there. So that's how I live my life. Uh, I am a man of faith. I, I, you know, unapologetically I have faith in God and I'm gonna say Jesus. And you know, you can edit if you want to, but I do have a faith. And that faith has been a big part of my life. Uh, that's why I, is not force it on anybody else, but you have to have a belief of and a trust that is not all about you and that you have a purpose to help other people in life. I say when I leave this leave a person's presence, they're gonna be better off whether whether it's emotionally, physically, financially, socially, or spiritually. I'm gonna to touch one of those areas of a person's life every time I come around them. So that's yes. why I look at it.
0: I love that. (laughs) Listen, no, we 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 listen. My community knows I'm a woman of God, okay? And we we gonna talk about Jesus. (laughs) Uh, God orders my steps every day, okay? He's the reason why I'm here. So, listen, I I I wholeheartedly believe that, and listen, that's why that's that's who gave me my purpose, you know. So that's that's who steps I'm following. So. Yes, I love that so much. So tell the people where they can keep up with you, your social media handles, your websites, all that good stuff.
1: I'm I'm very easy to find. Rodney R O D N E Y, Damon D A M O N, Collins C O L L I N S, on every social media platform. Everyone I'm on, which is Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, <laughs> YouTube, uh, what else, uh. Uh, Twitter, threads, (laughs) all of them. I'm Rodney Damon Collins. Um, And then my website, RodneyDamonCollins.com, will be relaunching in the next six weeks. It's in the process of being rebuilt and I can't wait till it relaunches. It's gonna be really cool. Um, So that's where you can keep up with my life and uh, you can check out books that I have. One of my favorite books is Shattered, A Journey Through the Pieces that I wrote. It's available on Amazon. Uh, it's a beautiful story and uh, I love, you know, that book has touched a lot of people's lives and stay tuned for Be Grateful coming up next. Um, mm. it's 31 days to be in, 31 days of gratefulness.
0: Okay. I love reading too. So I, I think I'm going to check that book out as well. I love reading, watching TV. That's my thing. That's my thing to unwind. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, will, I will be uh, visiting Amazon to purchase that book. And I want you guys to do the same. Oh, wow. Story yes yes i love supporting my fellow creatives yes yes that's what we go do so make sure you guys oh, connect man. with Thanks. rodney and make sure you know if you need to you need some more information hit him up he he really is open and he'll talk to you about that um i love how you interact with people too like on your social media that's amazing i love it oh
1: yeah i i love people i feel like my, my family teases me but i'm the guy who could be at the grocery store in line. And next, you know, I'm in a full length conversation with the person in front of or behind me that I've been, never met before. My wife just be like, man, I'll see you in the car. So <laughs> I, I love people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> me too. But I, I, Yeah, that, that's me. I just, I love people. And um, that's why I like uh, engaging people in every way I can. And I was just going to say, if anybody purchased my book, uh, please DM me, show me that you got it. And I will actually send you an autographed copy of the book, and um, I will send you uh, a T-shirt from my new merch that's getting ready to be coming out. So, um, you know, just yes. let a brother know. Okay, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> I'm definitely grabbing my book, y'all. Make sure you grab your book. Make sure you can, okay. <laughs> yeah, if you,
1: if you yes. get it first, uh, you you'll get the autographed book and the, and the, and the T-shirt. I'll send to you. So.
0: Awesome. I love that. That's so amazing. All right, y'all. We out. Not only is Linnea an amazing podcaster, she is also an independent entrepreneur. Check out her many creative endeavors, such as her women's magazine, Unpacking Her Magazine, which highlights women in business and in all creative areas. In addition, she has an online store, Unpacking Hoodies and Tees, that entails words that will be sure to uplift you. She is a self-published author of two books, and counting that can be found on Amazon. You can visit and learn more about Linnea's projects by clicking on the link in the show's notes. Or visit Linnea's Instagram page at unpacking underscore the underscore box underscore podcast and click on the link in the bio.